0: When a young woman walks into the emergency room, she perplexes the medical staff when she asks them, Can you please help me with my third eye? And then we take a look at two ghost stories that are so bizarre, you really have to ask yourself, How weird can the world of the paranormal actually get? Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Garminter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. I hope you guys are having tons of fun, living your best life. we got a lot of stuff to cover, so we're going to get started right away. First off, walking into Dead Rabbit Command is one of our newest Patreon supporters. Everyone get on your feet and give a round of applause for Micah. woo Yeah, come on in, Micah. Walk on into Dead Rabbit Command. Do a little, do do the splits. Do do the splits. That'll make sense by the end of the episode. It won't. These ghost stories are so bizarre. But Micah, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you guys can't support the show through the Patreon. That's totally fine. It really is. Just help spread the word about Dead Rabbit Radio. That really, really, really helps out a lot. Micah, let's go ahead and get started here. I'm going to toss you the keys to the Jason Jalopy. We're going to leave behind Dead Rabbit Command, drive us all the way out to a house in the middle of the suburbs. A nice, leisurely drive before we get this insanity-laden episode ready. And I gotta give a shout-out to Dead Rabbit Radio listener Cloud District Dweller. They're the ones who posted this on the Dead Rabbit Radio subreddit. This story is so weird. Thank you so much for sending that over to me. It's November 12th, 2022. So pretty recent we're headed out to the suburbs. This is one of those stories where we don't know where it takes place. It was posted online by someone going by the handle of ooh da, Mr. Frenchman. We're going to go ahead and call her Jerry. And Jerry is a 21-year-old woman, and she's having a medical problem. She's posting this online. She's on this subreddit called Ask Docs. And apparently they do like try to verify who actually is a doctor, so some weirdo can't Show up and be like, oh, just expose your anus to sunlight and that'll heal all of your wounds. The subreddit apparently does verify whether or not people are doctors. I don't know how. I I don't know how. I just send them pictures of diplomas. Who knows? But anyways, Ask Docs is where you can post and get medical advice for free, basically. So that's where Jerry is at right now. She's posting in the Ask Docs subreddit. She's 21 years old. And, and she has a, a problem that I would say that most medical staff has never had to deal with. She goes, the other day, started to realize something. My eyes are starting to merge into one eye in the middle of my head. Now, while that may be cool to you or me, I mean it may be not cool if it's happening to us. If we saw it happening to someone we knew, we'd be like, whoa, dude, I bet you that's really awesome. And they're like, no, no, it's not, it's not. I have no depth perception, and I have a tennis match later. Sounds cool though. I'm sure there are some advantages to just having one eyeball in the middle of your head. I can't think of any. I can't think of any off the top of my head. But she says, my eyeballs are merging together to form one eyeball in the middle. And what I can actually feel the pressure, like you might think that I'm just hallucinating, I don't know where you could be getting that idea, but I can actually feel the pressure right in my, where my nose hits my forehead, it feels like there's some sort of pressure or buildup right there, and I know there's an eyeball growing in the middle, growing right in the middle of my head. However, what's odd is that my two eyeballs are still where they're supposed to be. Like, I can look in the mirror and see that I have two eyes. And when I look in the mirror, I don't even see the third eye in the middle of my forehead. I don't see it when I look in a mirror, but I know that it's there. And my two regular eyeballs, while they appear to still be in their normal place, they're actually dying. Those eyeballs are starting to decay rot. And I notice that no one else around me is reacting to the fact that I'm growing this third eye in the middle of my head, so I can only surmise that they don't notice it either. Now, I don't want to ask them, "Hey, hey, what's going on in the middle of my head? Because it'll just freak them out. It'll just freak them out, and they can't see it anyways, and they'll probably think I'm crazy, and I'm not. I'm not crazy. But my regular eyeballs are dying, and a third eyeball is growing right in the middle of my head. And to put some more pumpkin pie on the table, she goes, while I can't see it in the mirror, and no one else can see it, when I look at it, like as I try to focus into the middle of my head, where the pressure is building, with my two dying eyes, I can see the third eye starting to form. So I can see it with my eyes but not in a mirror. No one else can see it. I wonder if she had taken any photographs, done any TikTok videos, (laughs) accidentally left a filter on. She's like, ah, not only do I have a third eye, but it's snowing too. Now she does state, she goes, and I think this is kind of normal for what they do on Ask Docs, because a lot of times when you go to the doctor in real life, they always ask what type of medication you're on right now. So, you know, like I go to the doctor, I go, well, I take Tylenol and I take ibuprofen and then I have like, my beta blockers. You know, I kind of list it off. So if I have something, they can maybe say, oh, it's a side effect of this. It's a side effect of that. When she starts off this thing, when she's on Ask Docs, she does list the medication that she's on. She's she's prescribed Vinase, which is a drug that treats ADHD. And she's also on a drug called Seroquel. Well, Again, she's not on the drug Saraquil. She was prescribed the drug Quill, But she goes, I'm not taking those anymore. I don't need them. But I'm glad she listed them. I wasn't familiar with those. I thought Vinase was actually for sinus pressure. She's like, my allergies, are, my allergies have been really bad. I get this big sinus buildup in the middle of my forehead. But I stopped taking my Vinase... And now I think there's a third eye growing. Vinase isn't for sinus pressure. It's actually for ADHD. Seroquel, which she's also stopped taking, and some of you guys may know this, it's used for schizophrenia. It's also used to treat bipolar disorder, manic episodes, things like that. So now she's told us that she's not taking medication that is most likely causing her to hallucinate. By dropping this medication, I guess one of the side effects... Because people immediately... It was interesting to read how people were reacting to this young woman. You had basically two, three groups of people. Some of them seemed like they, she was faking. She was just faking. She was making it up for karma points. Other people were trying to trick her. And th- this is actually a good technique for someone who, who's most likely having a manic episode. To go to the emergency room. They go, oh, that's that actually can happen. And the doctor, if you go to the emergency r- room right now, they can help you with that. That's like pretty common. <laughs> I'm actually typing this out with the third eye right now. They go, that's pretty common. Go to the emergency room and tell them everything you told us and they'll take care of you. You saw multiple comments like that. And Jerry kept responding. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's good advice. A lot of people are like, just go to <laughs> go to the emergency room and they'll take care of you. And and that's where I learned, as I was reading through the comments, that's where I kind of learned what Seroquel was and then I had to go research it. When you stop taking Seroquel, it can cause hallucinations. And it's most likely she was having some sinus pressure buildup because she wasn't taking the Vinase anymore. Great for sinus pressure as well. She was starting to have sinus pressure buildup and she began to hallucinate. She had a real-world symptom, which was that pain in the middle of her forehead. She began to think an eyeball was popping out of her head. And on the one hand, it's it's a fairly routine it's a fairly routine psychotic episode. She, you know, she someone who's supposed to be on medication who stopped taking it, and by stop taking it, can cause hallucinations. Thinks they have a third eye growing out of their forehead, and she hasn't posted anything since. And she did say that she was going to go to the doctor, and hopefully, she did. Hopefully, she got this taken care of. It's a pretty routine medical thing, right? People do have these types of episodes. From time to time. But on the par in the world of the paranormal, in the world of the conspiracy theory, it's definitely I mean, I'm not I'm first off, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say that maybe it was a ghost giving her a third eye. I'm not gonna say that maybe the Illuminati was ready to expose the nobody once and for all, and she was assuming her final form. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that it is this is what because it it was a real event to this person. And had this person not had... and I, You guys know how much I hate Reddit, but had this person not had access to Reddit, had this person not gone here to find information, who knows what could have happened. She could have said, well, these eyes are dying. I need to get them out of me. I need to get these dead eyes out of me. And then she scoops them out with a lemon baller or something like that. Well, I (laughs) think the most gruesome example is she could have just been like, I don't know what this is. I go to the doctor. But... You know, she could have done something super extreme because she's having this psychotic episode. And there is, as much as paranormal researchers like myself and paranormal aficionados, people who just enjoy these stories, we have to admit there's a big dose of crazy in our world. There's not a lot of lunatics running around the astrophysicist lab. There's not a lot of cuckoos who study math or history or any of these other sciences any of these other pursuits of knowledge we get we get a lot of nut jobs it doesn't mean everyone who believes in this stuff is a nut job but we do get i think there is a big i do think there's a bigger crossover than say rocket science or even like sports history doesn't even have to be something super important like science just people who want to sit around and talk about whether or not the Panthers are gonna beat the Bengals. <laughs> I'm not, not not talking about in the jungle. I'm not talking about that cage match they've arranged with all their exotic animals. The, I think there are less lunatics in other pursuits than ours. And so we do have that crossover. And I think what happens is you get people. I think if you had, if Jerry was having this psychotic episode, also believed in conspiracy thing cut in conspiracy theories like the nobody. This idea that there is one person on Earth right now who is destined to destroy the Illuminati. That would, not this story would have ended much, much worse. I know I keep bringing it up, but I think it's a perfect example, as grim as it is, as how these things can collide. There was that man who was suffering a serious mental delusion. I know a bunch of people are getting ready to fast forward 30 seconds as I talk about this. They hate being reminded of it. Just recently, I think it was earlier this year, this guy was suffering this horrible delusion about reptilians taking over the world that he kidnapped his own two daughters and very, very young girls and drove them to Mexico and executed them both with a spear gun because they are half reptilian. And if he let them live, they were going to put the planet in jeopardy. No, he's definitely mentally ill. Definitely mentally ill. But if he, if he was a big 49ers fan instead, and he loved watching football every weekend, and didn't believe any of this conspiracy stuff, I, mean, I don't know, maybe he still would have killed his kids. I don't mean to be laughing about it. I don't think so. I don't think he would have. I think his mental illness still would have been there. But I think it would have presented itself in another way. He would have been like, the game's rigged. The game's rigged. It's all rigged. The whole society's rigged. Stuff like that. But when your conspiracy theory is it's us against them, the reptilians are slowly taking over the planet. Like, you you see what I mean? No, I'm not. I'm not saying this to badmouth conspiracy theories at all. I'm not even saying this to badmouth the reptilian conspiracy theory at all. I'm just saying that we, this is something that we have to deal with and not like deal with as far as like we have to set up rules or anything like that. This is something that is just part and parcel of the world of the paranormal, unfortunately. Again, I think they're in the minority. I think the violent paranormal believers, you I know, mean, outside of being a poltergeist and the violent conspiracy theorists, I think they're the small minority of the group, but it's just interesting to look at. All of these different moving pieces and how this would work. And and again, it was so interesting thinking about delusions, thinking about mental illness. I bought this gold chain, quote unquote. It was a piece of junk. I bought this gold Dookie chain. It was like this old hip hop chain from a outlet from a jewelry store called Bling Cartel. And here's a little here's a little tip: Uh, don't don't ever buy jewelry. When their L's in their name are replaced by guns on their web design. I went to Bling Cartel and I bought this piece of junk jewelry. And now I'm having a... now I'm having a. I sent it back. I go, this is junk. I want my money back. I want my thousands of dollars back. No, it's just like 80 bucks, right? I bought it on a lark, but it, it was about as heavy as a Christmas ornament. I'm like, this is a piece of junk. I sent it back to him and said, I want my money back. You know, whatever, 80 bucks. It cost me 12 bucks to ship it back to him. I want my money back. They're not talking to me anymore they're not responding to any of my emails or anything like that so now i got to do a chargeback back for my credit card company the reason why i'm bringing this up i'm not bringing this up because i want to have a rise up against bling cartel whatever whatever i'll get my money back one way or the other because right now i'm doing a chargeback on my credit card and so i got to get the receipt of when i went down to the post office to mail this back to bling mail this back to the bling cartel I can't find the receipt right now. I hope this episode doesn't come out before the chargeback. (laughs) Because then they're like, oh, if he doesn't have the receipt, we're not giving him his money back. I'm trying to find the receipt from the post office. I went down and bought some stamps to mail out my Patreon stickers. Patreon supporter stickers. Can't find my receipt. I'm looking all over. I'm looking all over. Can't find it. And in an instant, I had a thought. (laughs) My first thought was don't buy stuff. From a place called Bling Cartel. But secondly, I had a thought for an instant. You know, my friend Sabine, she comes over all the time, and I don't know. It's so interesting. As I was looking for this receipt, I couldn't find it. I thought, what if, what if, what if Sabine threw it away? Not on accident. Like, if, in a split second, this thought popped in my head. What if Sabine is working for the Bling? What if... I'm serious. This popped in my head for a split second. What if Sabine is working for the Blink cartel and she threw the receipt away? And in another second, like I had that thought, it popped in my head, and then I go, that's dumb. That's, that's like the dumbest possible thing you could think of. And I continue to look for my receipt. But here's the thing: if you have a mental illness, that thought could have spiraled out of control. I, you know what I mean? Like, was I if I was in the beginnings or the middle of a psychotic episode, that would that I would start to see all these connections between her. I see she starts spelling her name with little guns for letters. She, she's suddenly wearing a lot of bling everywhere. I would have started to make connections that weren't there. I could connect a missing receipt that I need to get my $80 back. And then someone being here and it go missing and she's part of it. And that's how this happens. Now, because I'm not in a psychotic episode, I immediately dis- like immediately dismissed it as a thought. If I started to have sinus buildup and I woke up in the morning and I felt this intense pressure where my nose hits my skull... I might have a quick thought, be like, what if that's a third eye growing in my head? But I would immediately go, well, that's not what it is. (laughs) The mucinex mucus ball visited you last night. So yeah, it's just an interesting look at... And everyone has insane thoughts. Everybody has insane thoughts all the time. We all do. But we're able to regulate them. We're able to go... No, I don't want to beat that person to death with a baseball bat. I'm sitting next to them on the couch, and I see my baseball bat over there, and you go, I wonder what would happen right now if I grabbed this bat and started hitting him in the face. And then you go, I, I want to do that. I want to do that. Your eyes <laughs> shift from side to side. You look over. The person sitting next to you has a giant baseball forehead. You know what I mean? We all have that. Sometimes they become intrusive thoughts. We did a whole episode on that where you start to become afraid that you're going to hurt those you love you start to really like why am i having these thoughts why am i thinking about beating people to death with a baseball bat it's just weird how the human brain works and when it works it works even when it's having an intrusive thought that's just that's just part of having a human psyche when it doesn't work when something is dangerously wrong with it you can't just shrug off the thing and be like i'm not really going to beat him to death with a baseball bat i would never really hurt my family like even though you might have the intrusive thought you're afraid you might hurt your family you're like i don't know why i'm having these and if you can even ask why am i having these what's wrong with me those are signs that you're mentally well it's when you look at your kids and go they're reptilians And you can't, you don't even try to get out of that intrusive thought. You see it as a truth. It's not about not wanting to hurt your kids. It's about how and where you can hurt your kids to get away with it and continue destroying the reptilian agenda. That's the difference between the mental illness and the mentally well. There are a lot of people who believe in the reptilian theory, right? That is a huge component of the conspiracy theory and the UFO world. And a lot of them will go to war with the reptilians, and they'll talk openly about it. But they don't... They may even talk openly about reptilians assuming human form. What would you do? What would you do if I got my hands around the corpse of the Queen of England? I'd expose her to the world! But then they're not actually going to go out in the streets and start shooting people. And they're definitely not going to shoot their own family members. It's weird, right? Isn't that weird to think about? There's a lot of people who believe in the reptilian... Agenda and that they're taking over the world and they truly are alien. But if you asked them, if you put a shotgun in their hands and said, We need to go down and take these guys out, they'd be like, What in the world are you talking about? I'm not, yeah, I believe in the alien agenda, but I'm not going to go on a shooting spree. Super fascinating because they're still mentally well. They may believe something. They may believe in something you may not believe in. They may not believe in something that most people don't believe in, but they're not murderers. They're not mentally sick people. They just have a a different view of the world. I guess if you do think that there's a bunch of reptilian chief I wouldn't say you're insane if you did that. I would not say that. I don't think you're insane, but I do believe myself. I do believe in a lot of insane stuff. So I don't know if that's I don't know if that's comforting either. I was like, I'm on your side. I don't really agree that the Queen of England's a reptile, but don't worry, buddy, I got you. And then you listen to this next segment. This next segment so bizarre. It's even weirder than a bunch of reptilians. I wonder if the I wonder if the one the Queen of England died if she was a reptilian. Did they just bury her skin? Like, did it just shed off the skin like a snake does? And now, now it's a bigger, stronger Queen Elizabeth somewhere out there. Like, if you went to her, guys, people in Britain, listeners in Britain, dig up her grave and tell me if it's just her loose skin. Let's find out once and for all, Michael. Let's go ahead before I try to encourage my listeners to cause any other. Random acts of grave desiccation. Uh yeah, is that the word desiccation? Oh, that means dried out. Desecration, that's what I meant. Micah, I'm gonna go ahead and toss you the keys to the carpenter copter. We're leaving behind this emergency room. We're waving goodbye to Jerry. Really hope she got the help that she needs. Fly us all the way out to California. California. Long-time listeners of the show know I'm a dedicated ghost guy. I love ghosts. I'd like to say it's my favorite paranormal subject. That might be true. That might be true. There's so many good ones out there, right? I definitely like ghosts and like alternate realities, portals, things like that. I think I like those more than Bigfoot or UFOs. But I like Bigfoot and UFOs more than pretty much any other topic. But I'm a big fan of ghosts. Personally, had a lot of ghost adventures. Seen a lot of ghost stuff. Seen a couple demons. I like all that stuff. So I spent a good amount of my time, probably too much of my time, on the Shadowlands.net. And I actually found this relatively late in life. Like, really, what was it this year when I really started going through it? Four years into a paranormal podcast, so I was like, wow, this is cool. I think I knew about it back in the past, but I spent a lot of time on the shadowlands.net just reading all these random ghost stories, and 90% of them are here's a bed and breakfast, and sometimes in room twenty-nine, you can tell how excited I am. <laughs> this is the funniest thing, as much as I love ghosts. I hate boring ghost stories. Like, if I was in room 29 and I woke up in the middle of the night, there was a translucent woman standing at the foot of my bed, I couldn't wait to tell you guys about it. I'd be like, well, you guys won't believe what happened. But it's not happening to me. I'm sitting there reading about someone else seeing this ghost, and I guess it's still exciting, but there's it's so common in the world of ghostology. Such a common, you wake up. I mean, I can't even pretend to be enthused about it about this when you come in the middle of the night you hear the sound of a butler preparing pancakes or, or what have you a lot of it's that a lot of it's that and again if it's happening to you it's the most exciting ghost story in the world i get it it would be the most exciting ghost story in the world if it was happening to me but when you're reading about it, I mean, I love that stuff when I was younger, but I get maybe because I've read so much of them, they just seem rote. And I say it's the most common. Ghost sightings are still very rare. You see more squirrels, you see more ducks, then you will see ghosts. <laughs> until, until my Ghostinator is finally complete, then we'll see what they have to say. But reading all these stories then we find really cool stuff to talk about on this show. Really creepy ghost encounters. Things that are incredibly weird. Even in the world of the paranormal stuff when you're like, that's so bizarre. The two stories we're about to cover are beyond the pale. These might be two of the weirdest ghost stories that I've come across. Yet they're so simple in a way. Very short. And both of these stories I've done additional research on. There's no other source on the internet that mentions anything about these. So (laughs) they could easily be fake. They could be fake because they're so abnormal. They fall so far outside what even the world of the paranormal normally has that you go, is this made up? One of my favorite UFO stories, and we covered it on the podcast a long time ago, is the alien invasion of casablanca it was a residential neighborhood where the kids of the neighborhood had to fight off multi-dimensional aliens it's one of my favorite stories it is so weird i'll put it in the show notes it's just so weird and even that had multiple accounts like i was able to find different resources on that particular event but i believe that one happened i do believe that that happened so just because it is so weird doesn't mean that it's impossible let's take a look at these stories and we'll find out i might be hyping it up too much too you go jason that's not so weird that's totally normal as you're blinking your third eye totally normal let's take a look at this we're in redwood city california there's a place called canada college confusing (laughs) Like jason not really That's really confusing. I don't think anyone who goes to Canada College is like, oh, no, I'm in Canada now. Where's all my loonies? I need to have real money. No, it's just a place called Canada College. I wonder what Canada means. Like, is it a word that means something else like duck? And so, like, you could have, like, Canada cannery, and it's like duck meat. I don't know. I will look it up, and if it's interesting, I'll talk about it for 15 minutes on a future episode. Canada College in Redwood City there's two particularly odd hauntings. One of them is at Canada College, there's a learning center, which really should just be what a college is normally called. The learning center has an elevator and at 1.15 in the afternoon, if you're riding the elevator in the learning center, you will suddenly be overcome by the scent of a dead dog. You're in this elevator. You're in this elevator. You're looking at your watch. You've been riding in the elevator for a half hour, just waiting for 115. You're looking at your watch, and then all of a sudden, the rotting carcass of a canine fills your nostrils. And you're like, yes, the legends are true. The ghost story is real. That was totally worth a half hour riding up and down an elevator. I would... That's the, that's the end of that ghost story. That, that's not all. That's not all. I got more. But that's the end of that one. I would... This would be something that I would love to do. I would love to do this. I'm the laziest ghost center ever. I was like, do you have any ghost stories where I could just stand in one place and I go up and down? I don't want to walk. I don't want to walk around your campus. I want a ghost story. Maybe I could even take a chair into the elevator. like, <laughs> what are you talking about? This is right up my alley. It's a ghost. It's a ghost hunt you don't have to move for. We go in this elevator. And at one fifteen, you smell dead dog. It's funny. We did an episode a long time ago. Again, a totally weird haunting. It was a vet's office. They would smell the wettest dog fart in this office. There'd be no dog around. You would, it would just smell like a dog just laid one out right in front of you wet and moist and in that story we said that at one point this woman was standing there and the the mysterious dog fart actually like her hair (laughs) her hair moved as if someone really farted right in her face like there was a force behind the gust of air it's funny also when i recorded it as i'm not recording in the haunted closet anymore not because it's too spooky or anything just because i think it's easier for me to record out here right now Whenever I talk about dogs in the haunted closet, I've I've re- reported seeing dog feet, a dog paws, walking outside my door. So we'll see if that happens at night. We'll see if I'm in bed and a dog jumps up on bed. I will say this: I'd much rather I'd much rather see dog feet outside of my. Haunted Closet Door, then Smell a Dog Fart. First time listeners are like, what in the world are you talking about? I'll put all these episodes in the show notes? You're like, what? This guy, this guy is crazier than the first woman he covered on his show. Anyways, I'll report any dog related, dog related assaults in a future episode. Elevator, Smell of a Dead Dog at 1.15pm. Nobody knows why this happens. There's one report on the internet about this. However, also at Canada College, we want to go out there just for a smelly dead dog. Also out in Canada College, we're leaving behind the elevator. I've kept you trapped in there. I'm like, breathe it in. Breathe in the proof of the paranormal. <laughs> we're leaving. We're getting kicked out, most likely. We're headed at a learning center, apparently also at Canada College, in the parking lot if you walk out to the parking lot at Canada College, they don't give a specific time frame. It's not like it's not like at 117 p.m. you have to run from the elevator to the parking lot. You can see a apparently a realistic looking person. It doesn't say that this was like a see-through ghost. It didn't say that it was slime or something like that. You see a naked man standing in the parking lot. And then he does the splits. And then he disappears. <laughs> Not gets up and runs away before campus police shows up. He vanishes. You're in the parking lot. You see a fully nude man doing the splits. And it vanishes right before your eyes. Well, I, I, I mean... Think about what we think of the world of paranormal. How does this fit any of those? Did it... I was about to say, how did he die? Well, I can say doing the splits in the middle of a parking lot probably is a pretty easy way to die. No one's going to expect it. Someone's driving a big rig. They're going to run right over you. They're not going to see you. They're not going to see you doing the splits. So I guess it's possible that he died doing what he loved to doing naked splits in a parking lot. I also thought, was this possibly like some sort of sh- shamanistic slash hippie ceremony? And some guy loved doing the splits so much there that he infused the area with his essence. I have no idea. Also, now that I think about doing the splits in the parking lot it would be so hot. Not 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 sexy hot. Not sexy hot. I'm saying like if you, I'm away. Man, let's let's come back to this haunting scene tomorrow. You're like, no, Jason. If you were naked doing the splits on the hot sidewalk, <laughs> <you> <laughs> that's how he became a ghost. He's like, ah, he's burning. Some guy's cracking eggs next to him, making the eggs cook on the sidewalk as well. Absolutely bizarre. I read that, and there's no there's no other information online about that. Trust me, I tried. I tried. Um insane. That's insane. And you go jason someone had clearly made that up canada college is a fine institution right now the dean is writing me an email he's like dear sir i do work for the bling cartel we're coming for you how dare you besmirch the name of canada college and the blingiest cartel around it sounds it's made up in the world of paranormal it actually is really hard to tell because there's so much weirdness but we're just getting started we got one more place to visit micah Fuel up that carbon or copter and get ready to take off again. We're headed all the way out to Connecticut. (laughs) We're headed out to Connecticut. Specifically, there's a town called Meriden. Meriden. And in Meriden, there once was a store called Town and Country Market. And when I say once was a place, like, it used to have a... We're not talking old-timey. It used to have, like, a Google review website that i was open until fairly recently i don't know if covid closed it down i don't know i don't know if too many people ate the baloney at this place because that will also cause it to get closed down we'll talk about that in a second but town and country market i mean there's photographs of it it's a real building that's been there for a long time but you can check it out town and country market although be careful be careful because if these hauntings are true if, these haunt, if this is true, this should be the only place ghost hunters ever visit. Well, okay, maybe, maybe not. That'd be telling a geologist, only go to the Grand Canyon, dude. That's the best place around. I guess you can go other places, but this is just so bizarre. Town and Country Market. There is the ghost, the reportedly the ghost of Old Man Ronnie, who was a butcher who worked at Town and Country Market. Had his little hatchet, chop, 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 chopping up the meat. Well, one day, he got impaled by a meat hook. I don't know if he was murdered. I don't know if he just backed up into it. He's like, ah! But he got impaled by a meat hook, so now you can sometimes see old man Ronnie, who's still walking around the town and country market, in a bloodied apron. That's not too bad, right? I mean, I guess if you're one of Ronnie's friends and family, that's horrible. But, you know, actually, that would be quite terrifying if any ghost draped in blood, whether it's his blood or the blood of meat, it wouldn't matter. That would be terrifying. If you woke up in the middle of the night at a bed and breakfast and there was a bloody butcher standing out of the foot of your bed, that would be absolutely terrifying. You couldn't just wave it off and go, oh, I'm going to go back to sleep. But that's not all. That's really not all. There's also items that would fly off the shelves. Not because the sales are so good, but poltergeist activity. So now we have a bloodied butcher walking around. We have poltergeist activity. Fairly interesting stuff, but that's not why we're here. According to this report, you're at Town & Country Market. You're doing grocery shopping. Everything's fine. (laughs) I mean, you did walk down the aisle and a bunch of stuff was flying off the aisle, hitting you in the head. You're like, oh yeah, you know, the deals here are so good. It's worth getting concussed by a can of tuna. People have reported while they're at Town & Country Market to begin to have their minds flooded with the images of angry cows. (laughs) You're like, Jason, just stop. (laughs) Just, Just stop. Before you ruin your your reputation. Don't don't finish this. (laughs) This is so awesome. I love this story. I couldn't find anything else on it. So it may just be totally made up. It could have been a rival. It could have been a rival market trying to shut them down. You walk into town and country market. You will become overwhelmed with these sights. You'll have these visions of angry cows trying to find their bodies because they've been butchered in the back you'll actually see like a skeletal cow and it'll be picking up hamburgers off the ground and stuffing them into his bones being like make me whole once more it doesn't (laughs) actually include dialogue it doesn't include dialogue doesn't mention hamburgers i just imagine that how would the visions be what it says it goes Images of angry cows looking for the rest of their once full body. So it could have been something like that. They could have been stuffing ground hamburger into their loose hanging skin and going, you did this, you did this, as they're trying to reform their body. It could just be, <laughs> it could just be a picture of a cow head floating around in your psyche going, I was, a whole cow. I don't know exactly what the visions are. But if you went to town and country market, maybe if you go there today, I think the building's still there, at least that's what it looks like. You tell tell us what the madness of the cows look like. Tell us what you see. The visions of these angry cows because their bodies were chopped up. It's not even the craziest thing here. Also, if you go to the old meat room, you will hear, you you will hear cows. But not mooing, not mooing. Apparently, these cows had voice boxes, and they're talking to you. Doesn't, doesn't say what they say. They could say, why'd you turn me in a hamburger? Why are you eating me every single day? It just says that the old meat room is haunted by cows with voice boxes? So I'm wondering if they're still just saying moo, but it sounds like electronic. Because they have a voice box. Or if they're actually talking. You're like, Jason, that's the part you're confused on. That's the part you're confused on? That's the part where you stop and go, wait, is this logical? I imagine if you go back into the old meat room, you hear the cows being like, why'd you eat me?" Why'd you eat me? I wonder if a vegetarian would hear that. I guess I wonder if this is real. I guess I wonder if this is real. It does sound real. It doesn't actually. No, it totally doesn't sound real. But it could be real. It could be real. And then finally, we're touring this town and country market. We've seen everything so far. And so as we get ready to leave, we order their specialty. Town and country market apparently have a specialty. German bologna. According to the Shadowlands.net, it says, quote, If you order a half pound of German bologna, it is said that upon eating it, you will perish in flames. Would you? Would you do that? The question that plagues every paranormal researcher is... Would you do that? (laughs) I double dare you. I double dare you, Zach Baggins, to order the half pound of German bologna. Like, how far do you take your research? If some guy came to you with this ancient manuscript and said, everyone who's read this from Attila the Hun to Jimmy Carter has gone mad after reading the last letter on the page, would you read it? (laughs) you <laughs> like, Jimmy Carter seems to be doing fine. No, he has that house-building obsession. Would you read it? Would you read that cursed transcript? Would you watch that piece of lost media that makes men rip their own eyeballs out? Okay, probably not that one. Probably not that one. The guy who's trying to show it to you, he's like, my eyeballs got ripped out by myself. But here, I'm sure you will be okay. Put it in. He's like, keeps dropping it as he's trying to hand it to you. Like that's the thing, paranormal researcher, right? There's so much stuff. Like the devil's chair. If you sit down in this chair, you'll die soon. Sometime between one day and ninety nine years, you will be dead. Would you eat a half pound of German bologna? I don't. I don't even know what that is. I'm assuming it's just regular bologna, but with I don't know, made out of German cows or something or pigs or whatever bologna's made out of. Would you eat it? Which, if the Shadowlands says, you'll blow. You'll blow up. If you ate it, would you eat it? Because here's the thing. On the one hand, I don't believe in superstitions. I'll walk underneath a ladder. I'll let a black cat walk in front of me. I do it all the time. Because I'm polite. when I hold the door open for him. But this isn't really a superstition. This is a ghost stories. So it's different. It's different. It's on a ghost website. It wasn't on a superstition website. If someone says... According to the Shadowlands.net, if you eat a half pound of German bologna, you'll perish in flames. That's actually a lot of meat now that I think about it. that's a little, like, You might perish in something else. You might perish in your bathroom. You'll burst into flames if you eat this. Or I, and it says perish, so you might not burst into flames, but you may be driving down the road and getting a fiery car accident. Or you go to somebody's wedding and the entertainment is like a fire juggling dude. <laughs> oh my gosh really shouldn't eaten that german bologna as he's getting closer to you he's like now who wants to join in on my act you're like not me not me i eat the bologna it's a fascinating and utterly bizarre haunted location it almost does sound like the rival the rifle butcher was trying to put this guy out of business and it might have worked it's like oh you don't want to shop there the ghosts of the cows you know they're constantly haunting and talking to you and I don't, don't even get me started on the German bologna. You're like, well, no, I don't ever want to go there again. It almost sounds like a rival's trying to put him out of business or it's some inside local joke. I don't know. It could. These could have been... I mean, when we look at the world of paranormal, all of these things could have happened. You could have went back into this old meat room and you hear cows going, oh, why'd you eat me? Where the from? It's not outside the realm of possibility. I mean, actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> have I ever covered an animal that died and then talked in the afterlife? I wonder if I've ever come at, like a, a guy's faithful dog died, and then years later the ghost Marbutook. He's like, "Hey guys, let's go on an adventure." I don't know. I don't know. So it's so bizarre. And that's the thing, like back to the and we'll wrap it up like this. We're going a little long, but Back to the original story about the woman with the or she thought she had a third eye. There's so much stuff you have to dig through, like how much of it is real, how much of it is fake. And because all of it, in a sense, sounds like a madman's delusion, you do wonder. Like at the end of the day, this story is only slightly more weird than the alien invasion of Casablanca. This story is only slightly more weird than just an average alien abduction story. Okay, that's not true. That's not true. This is way weirder than people getting experimented on by grace. But you know what I mean. Like, is this is is this real? And if this is fake. And it could be, someone could have posted this on there as a joke, but you have to look at everything. You you have to look at everything, even the ghost stories that we experience ourselves, even the ones that I go, I know that happened to me. I wasn't going insane. I thought I might have been going insane when I started seeing this crazy stuff, but I wasn't going insane. I actually had these paranormal events. Whether or not you can blow up if you eat German bologna, I don't know. I've never eaten German bologna, and I've never blown up. But I know the paranormal events that I saw, that I interacted with, were absolutely true. And I've made that statement on this show since day one. I've been making that statement before I started this show. But at the end of the day, that young woman who thought she was growing a third eye had the exact same conviction that I do when I talk about the paranormal events that I've personally witnessed. So you always got to ask yourself, when you're researching crazy stuff, are the stories crazy? Are the people telling the stories crazy? And are the people believing the stories? Are they crazy? No, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. That's what a crazy person would think, too. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. TikTok is at deadrabbitradio. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day. I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one.